Wow, you guys. Uh, I gotta say, I feel like eating the rich. Does anyone else feel like eating the rich? Is anybody mm, hungry I, for the rich? I could go for some rich. <laughs> Just a big bowl, big steaming bowl of rich. Just mm-hmm. eat, yeah. Sarah's like, no, I'm all full. Thank you. <laughs> I want to be the rich. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I think that's a fair, I think that's a fair response. Um, I mean, not these people in particular. No, they're a fucking mess. Uh, yeah. They are a fucking mess. Um, I, who, are, who are they exactly? Okay. I, you know, usually we chit chat a lot at the top of the show, but I really like, I just can't help myself. I feel like we have to I get can. right into it. Welcome mm-hmm. to the Adam and Andy podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Nicole. I'm your other host, Sarah. And uh, today on the show, we're very excited, super excited to have our first guest on the show. Ray, thank you for joining us. Of course. Thank you for having me. Uh, I'm super thrilled to be talking to you about this crazy movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, None of us have talked about this movie at all together. Mm -hmm. I saw it with Nicole last night, but all that we said was it was great. That's it. And that's basically all we said. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and, I, and I also have a lot of things that I've, a lot of emotions about it that I've processed since then. So um, I have, I think I have a lot more to add to it than that. Uh, the funny thing is, so with the tickets I bought, I didn't, I, apparently I bought the Gucci level tickets. I didn't realize. I, I was like, oh, these tickets seem kind of expensive. But uh, I bought the tickets and we had we went into a special theater that I've never been into Atlantic Station before that had like these Barca loungers that you could adjust and they give you free popcorn and ice cream. Like My it's called VIP. Yeah, we were like and, the VIP. I bought the VIP free tickets popcorn apparently. And ice cream and drinks. It was well, crazy. Yeah, I went to a very sticky AMC. <laughs> so I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad. Someone had a good time, just the experience Aww. alone. Oh um, well, yeah. You, wow, the sticky AMC. I hope that's. I hope that's what they have on the board outside. That's Welcome they should the, advertise the sticky AMC. Yeah, it's incoming. It's it is it is surprisingly okay. sticky. Okay, Let, all right. Yeah. You know, I, I feel so. like you know what I feel like the sticky theaters. Like, let's give it up for the sticky theaters because that just mm-hmm. means a lot of people are going to the movies, and this theater has been around for a long time, and they're just not going to worry about a little bit of soda on the floor. They're just no, not going to worry about it. it. And the no. one thing about this particular AMC is they tend to show the movies that aren't in most theaters. Like when it says like in select theaters, like this is one of the ones that it's in. Oh, see, I so, love those. I love yeah. Them. Those are those are an experience. So. Yeah, I love those little theaters like uh, Landmark, uh, the Plaza, all those old, old, well, the Plaza is very old theater in Atlanta. We love the Plaza. Oh, God, I love the Plaza so much. Um, So today, listeners, we're talking about House of Gucci. Um, And I just, I just can't wait to get into this. But before we do... I'm just going to rattle off a few Adam and Andy news items. I'm going to keep it pretty light because I definitely want us to get into the movie. Um, so first, uh, who should we start with Adam or Andy? Andy. Okay. Get well, Andy out of the way. The biggest news today. Get him out of the way. <laughs> just get your news. Get your news I'm out saying, of here. We're into Adam we're today. We're deep, deep into Adam today. Um, <laughs> in many ways. Us. I don't know. Never mind. Uh, maybe he is. Um, um <laughs> Um, anyways, uh, so, uh, Andy, the big news with Andy is that Baking It came out today. So, uh, uh, Ray, I don't know if you've heard of Baking It. Okay. Have you heard of Making It with Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman? 
No. Okay. Okay. So making it with uh, Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman was like one of those craft competition shows where you have a bunch of people and they've got to make something and crafty stuff, crafty stuff. And it was really sweet and cute. Wholesome. Wholesome. Not one of those like mean spirited, like backstabby kind of shows. It was just kind Mm -hmm. of fun and wholesome. And I guess they decided to produce a spinoff called Baking It with uh, Andy Samberg and Maya Rudolph. And oh, uh, I love her. I know. I love her. And I haven't watched it yet because Sarah and I uh, are going to watch it, but we haven't watched it yet. Um, It's all on. It's on Peacock. All the episodes are apparently out um, as of today. And uh, yeah, so it's a baking competition. They have people on the show. They have to bake things and they have a panel. The judges are grandmas? Yeah, they're judgy grandmas. Grandmas judging the food. I know, right? It's so fucking wholesome. Yeah, I love it. I love that. That's adorable. So and it's holiday themed. It's holiday themed. Um, oh. So Christmas trees and fuzzy sweaters. And I'm sure there's going to be some Hanukkah in there somewhere. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, there has to be. Uh, yeah. But uh, it came out today. And so that's the big news that I have for Andy is that um, Sweet. baking it came Can't out today. Can't wait to see it. I know. I'm so fucking I excited. I love baking competition shows and I'm sure this one will be fun. Oh, yeah. I, I love a baking competition. I myself can't bake for shit, but I love watching other people do it. So um, I get highly emotionally invested in those type oh, of mm-hmm. uh in those type of shows like the british bake-off on netflix mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. i i watched one episode on a whim and mm-hmm. then it was like four seasons later i'm talking about soggy bottoms mm-hmm. on pies <laughs> no seriously like, yeah I every season twice <laughs> yeah that's every i mean episode, every season like I love that show. I had to I had to stop. I've taken a I've taken a a break on it cuz I have a it's going to be a rabbit hole if I don't like yeah. chill on it. So, I think maybe it's been a while so maybe I'll I'll go back, but So you need it in small doses so it doesn't yeah. overtake your life. Yes. It's yes. I learned how to bake actually is that show. Oh. Yeah. That's yeah. that's cool. Um okay, so at, here's our Adam news. So Adam has kind of wrapped up his like Gucci press tour he's retreated back to his cave of solitude um and I guess we won't see him again until Oscar season uh I hope that I mean he's being uh, several movies have already put him up for consideration Annette uh Last Duel House of Gucci recently released there for for your consideration uh Adam is uh on that list uh so we'll see um if he I I assume I expect that he will get nominated. I expect that he this will. This is the year of a- a- Adam. But what will he get nominated for? I Well, let's hold off on that because I think this involves our question later uh, that I have for. Okay. I have a listener question. I'm going to hold it till the end of the show. Uh, but we have a listener question that got emailed to us. Uh, and so I want to tackle that. But uh, I hope he gets nominated. I mean, can they? do they give out Oscars for... Uh, trying the hardest i mean he has three Best movies year. out three movies and i mean killing yeah. it this man no one's doing it like adam driver right now you guys he's like the meryl streep of his generation i feel like but with abs but with abs i mean maybe, maybe meryl streep had abs we don't know i'll she, never know yeah she didn't do a burberry ad so clothes clo- 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 on i think probably mm. may seems like it but adam yeah. we we know he showed us his abs and Many I think times. that that in itself deserves some kind of Oscar nomination. Agreed. 
So, uh, so anyway, but the, I, I'm trying to remember if there were any tidbits from the last couple interviews. Uh, he he said that he keeps a lot of stuff from the sets that he's worked on. So he has two Kylo Ren helmets. He has the machete from um, the Dead Don't Die. Uh, he's got some cha- he's got a, some chain mail I think from the last duel. So he keeps a lot of stuff. Oh, and he kept some shoes from the Gucci movie. So is he a uh, uh- hoardy type person <laughs> like you mean he walk into his house and he's just got like set he's like stuff from set just laying around everywhere uh, i i imagine he puts it away somewhere i don't know if he, he he joked about having a shrine to himself in his house uh but i i sincerely doubt that he actually has that uh he jo- mm. it was a joke you think it's you think he does Mm, Ray thinks he does no 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 I I think that he probably does a thing where he like puts it up like art Mm -hmm. like has like different Mm -hmm. pedestals he probably has a shrine to his his movie yeah so I think him right so I think he's got like you know the Kylo Ren helmet and Mm -hmm. and a glass dome and he Mm -hmm. you know has like a pre like a canned speech when he has guests you and he know, probably and he puts it on sometimes. I I don't think he does that for his wa- guests. When he's just I think sitting he around, yeah. I was thinking maybe like when he's sitting around watching Netflix, he puts on the Kylo Ren helmet. Maybe. I would one hundred percent do that though. So I <laughs> would not? do that. Yes. Yeah, I would heartbeat. do that. Yeah, I would I throw would. on a soft ba- bathrobe and put on the Kylo Ren helmet. That's what I would do. Yes, and 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 bake. You know. So yeah. that, that's what I do. That'd be my I don't know if Adam's a baker. I don't know if he's a baker. Apparently he is a a birder. Apparently he bird watches. That's something that came out during the oh, interviews. So cute. That um, is very Sarah's cute. like, he's what? getting more attractive to me every day. <laughs> what does his wife think? Like, what is it like to be in the same profession as your spouse and have them just be Kylo Ren? Sky rocket to like this the level he's at and she is like an unknown. Well, I bet she's, she's into it. She's not unknown. Uh, she, uh, well, she's known as his wife for one she's thing. She's known uh, in relation to him. But she also does theater. She doesn't really do film. So um, I don't, I wouldn't say that their level of fame is comparable, but she is an un- she does work. She works. So I'm just saying, how would you feel if Chris was at, at, at- Adam Driver and you were first of all I would um, I would lick his abs constantly to answer your question right away I think that (laughs) and then once I was done with that I don't know if I would have time in my day to think about his fame (laughs) I just think that would take up most of my time and then it would be bedtime and I'd take a nap yeah. I'm just imagining you like dry tonguing, like you know how like you just run out of saliva. Oh you're just, you're need, just dry tugging his ass. I need to go crack a Lacroix open and just yeah, moisten my moist, yeah. moisten my palate. Pour it over him. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay, Adam Driver Lacroix sponsorship. Get on it. Um, right. So, uh, to answer your question honestly, Sarah, this is why I am not married to an actor or anyone in the business. Than you. Well, it's partially that. It's that I know that I would be very competitive uh, if I were uh, in a relationship with somebody in the same business as I am. I would be too competitive. And also, I feel like we would just talk about the industry all the time. And I wouldn't have I want to have like a normal relationship with a person where we talk about stupid, boring things. Mm -hmm. I don't want to talk about business all the time. So I feel like just for that reason. I couldn't be married. I'm not. I'm glad I'm not married to someone in the industry. That's it's interesting that you mentioned that, like only talking about the industry and not talking about anything else, because there mm-hmm. are that does come out in 
in the film that we will be discussing. Oh, yes, you're right. Absolutely. That's a good that's a good little bridge there. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, there was one more thing I wanted to say about Adam's interviews, and I'm not actually done with him quite yet, but uh, he uh, so he said in an interview, somebody asked him if he would consider being in a big franchise again or if he was done with franchises. And he said that it depends uh, that, yes, he would be open to it. He's open to any film, regardless of the size. It really depends on the filmmaker and the script. It seems like he's very director focused. Uh, He said numerous times that to him in theater, the writer is the one that is steering the ship. And in so he's more interested in the writing or the writer when it comes to a play. And with a with a with film, it's the director. And so the director's vision is what steers the ship. And so he's more most interested in working with great directors. Um, and that's sort of where his interest lies. Uh, a lot of people took this and sort of assumed that it was about Star Wars Star Wars and that he was saying he would come back to the Star Wars franchise to play Ben Solo uh which I certainly would be thrilled if he did uh Ray is making a face uh so I don't know if she agrees um so I'll give you a minute to weigh in but uh, I will say that that's not what he said and as much as I would love for him to do that uh I think that it, it, the door is open in the sense that he's not closing it but he He's not referring to Star Wars specifically, so it's... Well, he'll be the next Indiana Jones. I wouldn't mind. I mean, I don't know if Indiana Jones is the right... I don't know if he has the right vibe for Indiana Jones. You think? No, I'm not, I'm not, saying, I'm not saying actual Indiana Jones. I'm just oh. saying a franchise like that. Oh, like... Like that kind like of Like he's hero. following in the Harrison Ford footsteps is what you're saying. Maybe. I don't know. I'm just That's, saying I that think makes that sense. he's like... He's a great hero type i would love to see him in a heroic role i would love to see that i'm not sure if that's the kind of roles he's interested in it doesn't seem to be more anti-hero he -hmm. seems more anti-hero anyway ray i wanted to give you a moment to weigh in on the star wars thoughts there's because you were definitely making oh yeah so the thing about me is like i'm gonna make faces you really don't i love that persuaded oh yeah you're thinking about something yeah i was just i was kind of really just uh thinking um, and I was just kind of thinking about how much I hated um, Star Wars Nine or eight. Oh, the rise, the rise of Skywalker. Yeah, rise yes. of Skywalker. Many people yeah. did hate that. Yeah, yeah. I'm just kind of thinking about how much I would have adored seeing more Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's like different story for a different time. But it was mm-hmm. just like I feel like I feel like there was so many actors that were mm-hmm. missed that weren't used to their full potential in that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I think Adam Driver was one of the most egregious mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. my opinion. Sure. Yeah, I I would like to see that story continue but perhaps better than mm-hmm. it was. I mean, we haven't talked about Rise of Skywalker yet. I don't hate Rise of Skywalker and not a lot of people do. Uh, I think it has a lot of problems. I would like the story to continue because I like those characters and I want to see them continue. But I also feel like there are a lot of things I didn't get out of the last movie. I don't feel like I got closure and I want more of the story. So I, I guess I'll say it that way. Um, I think that's fair. Yeah. I think I, I think um, the first two movies, because a lot of people didn't like mm-hmm. um, like the second of this oh, last trilogy. Oh, so great. And I we liked just, it. We I- just talked about it. That was the last movie we talked about was The Last oh. Jedi. Oh yeah, I actually yeah. really enjoyed that movie. I know a lot of people didn't, but um, 
the first and second film really did build up mm-hmm. the characters, made mm-hmm. me very excited to mm-hmm. see their story. And I am mm-hmm. interested in their story. So yeah. I agree with you there. Yeah. I'd love to get more of that. Yeah. Um, so the last bit of news I have is that the Annette unlimited edition soundtrack uh, was released. Uh, Annette, I don't know, uh, Ray, if you're familiar with Annette, but it's a film that came out earlier this year uh, starring Adam Driver, Driver, Marion Cotillard, Simon Helberg. Uh, and it was a, it's a musical by a French director, uh, about a comedian uh, yeah it's like a it's like an op almost like an opera uh but about like a, a comedian and his uh uh opera opera singer wife and this child they have and anyway um that's it the best cute. way i can describe it it's not cute cute is oh, not no. the way i would describe oh, it oh no it's, it's not cute it's very murdery uh but oh, also there's it and i hate i it. loved it I oh, so I have to watch it. it. Now I you're you're telling me I have to watch it. There's a, is it like Sweeney Todd? No, or is it well, like, in terms of murder, uh, you know, it's I don't want to say anything else. I don't know okay. that you can describe this movie. It's okay. so crazy. It's indescribable. It's insane. It's crazy, it. but. Adam is incredible in it. Uh, Sarah didn't like it, but he is incredible. I in can it. agree he was incredible in it, but I hated the moo moo moo. I want to watch it. His, I'm going to watch it. His character is very polarizing. I'll say that. Um, there's a lot of spicy scenes in it, though. Um, okay. A lot of spicy scenes. Um, so, or at least in the first half of the movie. Um, anyway, the Annette Unlimited Edition soundtrack came out. Uh, it has all of the. Is that your dog? Yes. I'm so sorry. <laughs> She's fine. I was like, what? What is that? I'm so sorry. She's I, hope, fine. I hope she's okay. No, there's <laughs> nothing wrong with her. She's just old. Is she oh, cough, my dog does that too. My she's, cat does. She does cough, but that wasn't a cough. That was like her like doing her old man clearing her mm-hmm. throat thing. She's like, she I've got something back napping. there. Yeah. yeah. So she she naps and then something, I guess like a fiber will get stuck behind her mm-hmm. throat until she'll wake up. And Who among us has not, you know? Yeah. So. Uh, anyway, fine. I promise. I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> uh, so anyway, the Annette Unlimited Edition soundtrack came out. It has every single song. So remember, Sarah, I told you there were a bunch of songs in the movie that were not on the soundtrack that I have. Everything is there now. I'm a good father. Uh, the scene where the conductor's conducting the orchestra and he's monologuing. Um, all of the little intermediary bits, the lullaby that um, Marion Cotillard sings to Annette on the ship, all that stuff. Uh, also, a lot of bits of talking. There are large chunks of Henry's Ape of God show that are also on the soundtrack. Um, and I feel like I know you didn't like it, and I understand that, but I feel like listening to the whole thing, again, divorcing it sort of from the visuals and just listening to the music gave me a new appreciation for the the arc of the story. And uh, anyway, I just I've I've been listening to it a lot this week. Uh, there's also some demos on there of songs that didn't make it on the soundtrack, uh, which I thought were pretty interesting that I'd love to maybe talk to you about sometime. There, like there's a song in there that I guess was I assume was Henry's song where he's singing about how his wife and child have softened him too much and now his comedy act isn't as edgy and that he feels like he's starting to lose his you know luster or his stardom and and that he's like wrestling with his domestic life and his you know life his artistic life anyway so that's a song that was like there's a demo of it adam doesn't sing it the sparks 
brothers sing it and they're like just demoing that song. Anyway, it was it was really cool. I've enjoyed it a lot and I've been listening to it this week. It's on Spotify. Uh, you don't have to pay for it even. It's on Spotify. So uh, anybody can listen to it and Sarah won't, but I will. Uh, I hope I, I'm sorry if everyone can hear my dog, but it seems like he's been locked up in his crate so that my kids can eat without him eating their food. So if you hear a little bit of barking, that's what that is. Um, if you hear hacking, it's my dog. So, so and together they'll create a symphony. Yes, it'll be beautiful. It'll be a beautiful operatic. <laughs> uh, all right. Are you guys ready to get into House of Gucci? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Um. Wow. I don't even know where to start. I have so many notes. Uh, this movie is bonkers mm-hmm. and amazing. Let's start with: Did you guys like this movie? Yes. Sarah. Sarah I'm, says yes. I'm gonna say yes. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say yes. Um, but I, I have a, a lot of caveats, but I'm going to say yes. I am going to go in your camp as well, uh, Ray, and say that I very much enjoyed this movie. But I but is it a good is it actually a good movie? It, I'd like to I'd like to parse that out. Um, I think that the movie is I think that Adam Driver and Lady Gaga carry this movie on their backs. And without them, I don't know that I would have enjoyed this movie as much as I did. When I step back and look at the story as a whole. Um, and I think there are a lot of reasons for that. But that said, it was entertaining. I enjoyed it. I uh, thought Adam was great. I thought Gaga was great. I thought several of the other actors were great. I thought one person in particular was fucking bonkers. And I just... Jared. <laughs> oh Jared Leto. That yeah. guy was acting so hard. I was like, you need yeah. to slow down. Yeah. Why are I have doing? a note about him. He was schmacting. He was yeah. schmacting all over the place. Yeah. My note was uh, everyone in this movie is playing the Game of Thrones except for Jared Leto, who is playing Borat. Oh my God. <laughs> it was like he was in a sketch. Yeah. Like everyone was like kind of on the same level mm-hmm. tonally. Yes. Except yes. for him. It was just so it was almost like um what, what, I don't what movie was he in? I don't even I know. I don't know. I have no idea. But it does remind me a lot of Halloween four. Mm. Uh, I think it's Halloween four, where there's like two cops and yes. they're like Oh, like the doofy, doofy. The doofy cops. Yes, yeah. I know exactly what They're you mean. They're like two yes. doofy cops in an otherwise serious great movie. movie. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird and jarring. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know what he reminded me of? It made me think that he was in an audition as opposed to performing in a mo- 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 yes. movie. Yes. He and was he's like, look, I can do it. Look, you guys, <laughs> I can do the accent and the gesturing. And it's yeah. like, it's like, slow down, bro. You got the job. Can you just yeah. like take it down a notch? But yeah. yeah, so I, I to sum up, I, I did really enjoy this movie. I'm definitely going to watch it again, maybe in chunks because it was really fucking long. Uh, but uh, I, anyway, I'll, I'll get into my other thoughts. But yes, I, I'm definitely in the same camp with you there, Ray. Uh, now, I know you took some notes. I have some notes. Uh, I feel like we should let our guest. Where, what do you want to start with, uh, Ray, if you'd like to or if not? I just want to give you the floor if you'd um- like to take it. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, like, I hate to talk about the things that I don't like. First. That's okay. Just, but those are the things that I kind of have more notes mm-hmm. about. <laughs> it's sure. the things that I did not like. Mm-hmm. So I think um, I, I always prefer more a more linear fac- fashion. Just okay. to make sure we kind of mm-hmm. get, get everything. Oh, yeah. But, I'm, uh, absolutely. Yeah. I think my notes are 
generally linear as well. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I guess one thing that I would say is uh, one thing, one of the things that I noticed within like the first 20 minutes is that it didn't feel like a Ridley Scott film. Mm, That was something only because I was kind of picking up early and I think Mm -hmm. it gets worse in the body and at the end, Mm -hmm. the weird editing choices. Oh my God. There were so many. Yeah. can you el- elaborate? Oh my God, Sarah! The what? The, the the when he jumps into the air, when he skyrocket, when when Adam dr- skyrockets into the air at the shoe store, like what, oh yeah, was that? Like yeah, no, and it came out of nowhere. That? There was no build up, but you know what? I actually what I actually referenced here as like my biggest yeah. thing that kind of stood out to me about the the editing. Yeah. So he reconnects with his dad, Maurizio, Maurizio. He reconnects with his dad, right. After the marriage. Mm -hmm. And, you know, of course he's still not big, a big fan Mm -hmm. of, um, of, of, you know, Senora Gucci, Mm -hmm. but, um, you know, she still decides to hug him. So they hug and he's Mm -hmm. like, I love you. I'm so glad we're Mm -hmm. friends again. And then like, there's a smash cut to his coffin and in the yeah. in the movie theater, mm-hmm. I actually laughed, yeah. not because it was funny, but because the it editing, was so jarring. Yeah. yeah, the editing made it seem like it was a comedy smash cut because it was almost like I agree. nothing could possibly go wrong, and then smash cut to his dead body, and I was like, oh my god! I, I you know I don't disagree with you, and that I think Sarah. Once I began to pick apart the movie in my head after we saw it, like again, I enjoyed the experience. They put on a show. But, oh, then, yeah. but then once I began to look at the movie under a microscope, I began to see exactly what you're talking about. I think that's so funny that you would say that because like I really appreciated the the quickness mm-hmm. of the last half because I was mm-hmm. like, when is this over? So like I was like, that's fair. Okay, good. He's dead. Let's keep going. Let's yeah. move on with the story. I, story. I felt like, like there <laughs> were large chunks of the movie missing. That's what I thought, felt. I felt like there were scenes that would have, would should have been there that weren't. And I'll talk about yeah. what I think about, yeah, but, actually, and I know there was lots of parts and you might, this might be in your trivia, but there were lots of part scenes that were filmed that we actually saw being filmed the fan because the uh, the the Italian paparazzi was relentless and I was texting pictures that were going up on Twitter to Sarah all the time of like oh look they're filming we did see the scene where he's like eating the the fucking I don't whatever that is I don't know it was like some kind of you know pastry or some shit uh but so there and and the boat and like all kinds of stuff and there were all a lot of scenes that were uh, that we even saw in the trailer that weren't in the movie. So I, I I know the initial cut was something around three hours long and they cut it down to the length that we see. But I feel like the second half of the movie, just especially the last third, felt really rushed to me. Yeah. I would agree oh. with that. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Sarah. Oh, well, one of my notes is that... Um... I feel like this should have been a series. I agree. That's exactly what I have in my notes. Yes. 10 episodes, hour long episodes. Yes. Like this. I, cause the, my problem with films like this, where it's like a, it's too much. It's too much. It's, they show like, you need to see like a gradual Mm -hmm. shift in Mm -hmm. character. And then, yes. And it, it just was like, zero to 60 like they're in love and then they're not and, and then, then they're not dead. yeah like, yes like- yeah i i did not understand and i'm not i'm just we're jumping around and i'm totally fine with that no i yeah. did not understand why they broke up i'm sorry but it was not it was not clearly like 
like uh, executed. Like mm-hmm. they were on the same side in one scene against Paolo where he's yelling at them outside the car. And then in the next scene, the, 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 uh, the financial police show up and he goes to the Swiss Alps or what the fuck ever. And then suddenly he doesn't want to talk to her anymore. I was like, what happened in between? Like, why did you like, I don't understand why they're breaking up. Like, I understand that she has been, you know, manipulative, manipulative, but that's, but, but he didn't have a problem with it before. So you need to show me something. You need to show me that he wants to break away. You can't just give me one scene where they have a fight where she calls him a tiny baby man. I mean, you guys back me up on this. You're both in relationships. If, if, if every time I broke up, if we broke up every time I said something that I, that I, in the heat of anger to someone, we would all be broken up and divorced. I don't say things. Yeah, like I that, also though. don't say things like that. I if I'm being I honest, like I mean, I don't say, say that stuff that. either. But it's no, just yes. a fight. It's a fight. Yeah, but here's here's my thing. That or if, there's so much. But if we're just talking about that particular mm-hmm. moment, mm-hmm. it. Ex- I think the point was the acceleration. Mm-hmm. Like it really did go zero to a hundred. Um, where you know it goes from you're a tiny little baby man mm-hmm. and he had she had already called him a cretin which he really didn't like and yeah, give me more um, of that where he feels upset yeah and i and i think if we had maybe a, a third example of that before the escalation but what we see in that scene is you know she's saying some mean stuff to him mm-hmm. and then you know he's like choking her out up against the wall yeah. so you know i i kind of felt like i don't know i guess I feel I like think, they were yeah. trying to give those movie, mm-hmm. th- those like movie points. Shortcuts. To, yeah, these yes. shortcuts. And that really happened. That their marriage was ending. That really happened. He did choke her against a wall. That actually happened. Well, I believe that, but uh, I, w- I wish I could have seen that progression because it really did. Because he was, he I goes wish from they had this earned doofy, it. I wish they had yeah, earned they didn't it. Earn it. They didn't yeah. earn the breakup. They, no, they, I like, agree. Show me, and this is what they could have done in a series, Sarah, which is why I totally agree with you. Show me him being this sort of innocent, like, you know, uh, not really like everybody tells him what to do, you know, controlled puppet man. Show me that. And his transition to getting a taste of power and like taking the power for himself and then realizing he doesn't want anyone to tell him what to do and starting to pull away from Patrizia and feeling like he doesn't want to be manipulated. And maybe he starts shutting her out and she starts really scrambling to get back in. And and they didn't like they showed that to us after they were broken up and it didn't make any sense. Show us a summary. It was. It was a summary. It was a a book report. It was a bad book report. Yeah, it was a book report. Uh, it was like, here's the cliff notes of this movie. This was the cliff of, notes of the good yeah, piece. Yeah. Yeah. Give me Paula giving him, like, showing him that he can be in a relationship where he feels supported or maybe like like he's the one in charge give us that a little bit some before you just like she gets there and suddenly he wants like he's like the scene where she's uncomfortable because everybody else at the table is like shutting her out because she isn't one of them that was a great scene give me more of that show that they're that they're not seeing eye to eye give me more of the christmas he was gift so opening. mean to her in that scene. he was so, so mean. short but like he was very sudden, short and like, all of a sudden it didn't it was yeah. not earned it wasn't earned yeah. at all i didn't understand yeah. it so it was like it, it was like dr jekyll and mr hyde for me i don't understand mm-hmm. how definitely that yeah like, when it, i you you go ahead 
No, no, no. It's just like when I looked back, I took a couple of notes, you know, like today as I was going through my day, like as I Mm -hmm. thought about stuff. One thing I said was that Maurice is like they wanted like Maurizio to be like Icarus, but Mm -hmm. didn't want. Yes. Oh, my God. That's perfect. Yes. Yeah. And so he he was giving me a lot of Icarus vibes mm-hmm. when he wasn't real. There was still like really crucial points of the story mm-hmm. that we weren't seeing. Like we didn't really see why he flew too close to the sun. We just know he did, and then he died, yeah, and then that was we the didn't end of it. why. What made him turn from this like sweet, mm-hmm. harmless puppy dog mm-hmm. to this like ruthless bulldog? Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, this, mean, just a mean. I don't. Guy. I didn't mean to say that about bulldogs. Bulldogs are not threatening at all. But you know what I mean. Like well, that he, scene where like she gives him the the album and he's like you're you're humiliating yourself and yeah just like- i just wish i saw progression and i now thinking back on it it kind of feels like we should have sat with that part of the movie mm-hmm. like if we if we it can only make transition. this a two-hour piece yeah then why didn't we just it was a really good first act mm-hmm. i thought the first act the first was act was tight. amazing i loved the yeah. first act yes yeah i thought the first act was very and i believed tight. them falling in love and i saw yeah. the way that she was scrambling to be part of the family but also manipulative and I saw him yeah. like struggling with his place in the Gucci family yeah. and, and the and legacy she... and not wanting to be a part of that. All of that was great. And then it just Wait. fell apart. So, okay. First act question for you guys, kind of going into the second act. Mm-hmm. Do you, were they teasing a affair between yes. the uncle and, and Patrizia or? No, I don't think no. so. No, I don't okay. think so. Mm-mm. Because I, I got some weird, like maybe it's, maybe it's because I feel like the scene was incomplete, but I felt like I was missing something. Like when they first have a conversation and she says something, well, he like whispers in her ear, like come to New York. Right. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, he's just, you know, maybe that's just what he did. He's just this very is, close. This is just how Italians are. Yeah, and so I was like, maybe that's just my, that's just the vibe. I can but, say that because my mom's family is Italian. This is just how we are. We yeah, I was her, like, we talk and close. I, I accepted that. I was like, okay, maybe mm-hmm. that he's just a close talker. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. But then you know they had that meeting between the. T- okay, so he was checking her out. He mm-hmm. was definitely checking her out yes. like, when she was wearing the red dress, right? Oh. And uh, yeah, yeah, because okay. yeah, she right. she bent over mm-hmm. and he was like uh, like looking at her mm-hmm. legs and mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. all of that okay then they go into a small dark office space mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. she's where he's like well he was like well i she said something like i think we need to spend some more time together one-on-one oh okay and i'm oh. just like all of this is making me uncomfortable. i get i get i get i get, I get that <laughs> yeah i, I was that. like i get that but like it just i didn't feel any chemistry from them and no. also, he also felt like a dad kind of figure and she felt like a child kind of figure but not in a like creepy sexual way but more like a a mentor i think what the movie was trying to do but they screwed up on and i'm and i'm gonna reference uh by the way listeners if you want to hear a podcast that is really excellent uh obviously you could read the house of gucci book that you could do that uh but there's this excellent podcast that i listen to sarah listen i think the first two and a half for episode and a half but i just finished it today it's called even the rich and it's actually a podcast about different scandals in like rich families or whatever and uh they did a three-parter on the on the gucci family and uh i have so many things to talk about that got left out of this movie that i don't understand and we'll get to that but one of the things that i think the movie doesn't really execute very well is the way that patrizia was really a integral part of getting Maurizio back to the gucci family like getting him back in and they tried to do that but i mean aldo aldo calls 
and invites them to his birthday party. But that's not really what happened. Like Patrizia worked very hard to get Aldo to reach out to Maurizio and then to get Maurizio and his father to reconnect. Like she really did that. Um, And they made it seem like it was really more Aldo that was doing it. And so I think what that scene was about was uh, them trying to show Patrizia trying to push Maurizio back into the Gucci uh, business by making a connection with his uh, uncle who seemed to want to be his mentor. And that's what I think they were trying to do. But I agree, it was a little clumsily executed. Okay, so yeah. maybe I'll just I will just run with that. But it did it did feel weird. It it felt weird to me. Mm-hmm. It stuck out to the point where I was like, I mm-hmm. need to get in. And I was watching this with my mm-hmm. husband, and I, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, we talk in the movies. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, we're that couple. That's but okay. I like I whispered to him. I was like, Are you getting some like vibe off of this? And he was like, Oh, definitely. I mean, it because was weird. He was checking her out, which was maybe he, it's meant to be like he's kind of gross, or maybe like she uses well, her sexuality. As, as I don't know. Soon, but as soon as he realized it was her, he was like, Oh, 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 okay, like, okay, that is true. Now. Okay, he was a little bit like, okay. Ah, ooh, okay, that's my daughter all right, right that's fair. Know? That's fair. Or my, my I, niece. I think. That was yeah. He's like, niece, I, I yeah. think that's I think that's fair. But you know what I thought that they were going for? Mm-hmm. I was like, either they're hinting at an affair later mm-hmm. on that's going to be revealed at mm-hmm. some point, or they're just trying to show that Patrizia will use her, her sexuality. Wild. Yeah, yeah, will use her sexuality to get further. Um, or to well, get what her they, desires. They really wanted to nail that point over and over again, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. So I figured that maybe that's what they were doing. Like maybe there wasn't anything, but she knows that he kind of finds her physically attractive. Mm-hmm. And so maybe she was trying to use that. that I don't good. know. It just felt odd. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, um, can what? Go ahead. I just wanted to, we totally skipped over the first act. Yes, how- I was actually just going to circle back to that. Okay. I want to talk about the first act because it was my favorite part of the movie. Mine too. Yeah. Um, can Can I say something? Absolutely. Or, or, or Please go okay. ahead. Yes. So we see red flags mm-hmm. of uh, Patrizia right off mm-hmm. the bat. Like the way she, just the way she looks at him mm-hmm. as soon as she knows that he's him. a Gucci. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because no, no, no. I saw her eyes as... light up when he said, "I'm when they're meeting at the bar and he introduces himself and she's like, oh, a Gucci, a Gucci, did you say? Yeah, yeah. So like the way she looks at him mm-hmm. is just very, like you can see the obsession beginning yes. and then she kind of stalks him mm-hmm. and then like plants herself yeah. and then like is like, hi, like how, how did, uh, that's so great that we met. And like, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this is like, this is someone who can get it's obsessive, obsessive yeah. and That's fair. And- I'm glad that you noticed that because I was thinking more about her calculation but you're right like I think obsession is a big thing for and again we're talking about Patrizia the character not the actual person but you're right I think that was some good foreshadowing there and I like how that came back like uh, like to Maurizio's Mm -hmm. like disadvantage like Mm -hmm. you could argue that it was like he was she Mm -hmm. was always secretly Mm -hmm. pulling the strings Mm -hmm. but like I just kind of thought it was like yeah she tracked him down and found him Mm -hmm. earlier Mm -hmm. you know when they were budding mm-hmm. romance and then she came back at the end of their mm-hmm. romance yes. using the same tricks same you know? tricks yeah mm-hmm. uh i will say before we do any say anything else i just want to say that i am head over heels in love with doofy big virgin energy Maurizio. like i was mm-hmm. like so charmed by him mm-hmm. i have never seen adam driver smile this much in a movie yes. sarah yes. and i kept giggling 
like little schoolgirls. We were like, ee! we were like squealing yeah. and like poking each other every time he smiled with the dimples. And I was just like, his big virgin energy. Like I just like I could not get enough. Do of you it. think he was of, of not in real life though? Um, no. no, I think they were trying to portray him as definitely inexperienced. He's he was inexperienced, yeah. which is I think by most accounts the way that he was described by in the book the 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 history Mm -hmm. is that he was actually here's some things that they didn't work into the movie that i wish they would uh have uh and that is that his father was very controlling they hinted this but his mother died when he was very young and his father was so uh he never got over her death but also he was very he was overprotective of Maurizio. he wouldn't let him do anything he didn't have any independence he was followed by like like security people constantly he couldn't even ride his bike around like the grounds by himself like they were he was his father was just very controlling and his father was very controlling about his love life as well and so and i say i'm sure you remember this from the podcast but he would go to dinner with patrizia and then and not really eat anything because he had to have dinner with his father afterwards and he was lying about where he was and like he was terrified of his father finding out about her so yeah he was very inexperienced compared to patrizia um, so I think that's what they were trying to portray there, but God, he was so fucking charming. Like so I just, cute. I wanted to wrap him up in a little cracker and put him in my pocket. Like he just like, I just, I'm so in love with him. Like I was just <laughs> so in love with him. Yeah. I thought he was absolutely precious in that. Mm-hmm. And I, I agree. Like, I don't think I've ever seen Adam Driver smile that much. And I was yeah. like, oh, he actually has a cute smile. Like I yeah. never, like, I didn't know that he even like had like those side dimples and yeah, I was like, ah. no in, in the first the first half he actually r- reminded me of of my partner oh his like his adorable. awkwardness the look on his face when she tells him she's pregnant like his just like yeah the way that he's just like ready to give up everything to be with her and he just wants to iron his pants like a good little house husband like oh i just God. like i want to talk I, for a thousand years about him in those days Yes, when when he was spraying, yeah, yeah, he was like, "Look, we're he's like his favorite." It was like the best time of his life was that whole day. (sighs) Like he's playing around, spraying the guys, and he goes in there, bangs, and then he gets to rail (laughs) his wife on the (laughs) on the desk. His little dance in the break room. It looked like where's the table? Right, his little dance (laughs) when he was walking when he was going away from the football game to go nail his wife in the in the break room was like. (laughs) So fucking yeah, he's charming. Right. He's just like, yeah, it was really cute to fuck my wife. Yeah. Um, uh, by the way, I I don't know why the I don't know what why I mean I I know I don't know what director started this trend. I'm trying to think back in my archives. I don't know if we can give Leos this in a net or what. I don't know where this came from, but Adam Driver's characters always being so willing to eat pussy like in every movie okay like, i noticed that i made a note <laughs> it's like wait a minute i hope this trend never ends and i didn't know it was in other movies but i was like oh, oh i was like he must have really liked eating out like the I character dro- can i drop a um a trick yes tr- please here because i yes I have please to. I yes please can't please back anymore that intimacy scene was improvised by adam and lady gaga gaga ga- wow like that was that was like they just went at it and then mm-hmm. apparently like then didn't they were like, ridley okay, scott we didn't ridley scott tell them tell her to fuck him like a man 
I th- I feel like I read this somewhere that Ridley Scott said that he he told Lady Gaga to fuck him like a man. Well, I don't know about that, but I will say that I did put in my notes, okay, power bottom, because I was like, okay, I was like, all right, Lady Gaga, Listen, more pussy eating in movies, because, you know, we've had, I've had my entire life having to watch women go down on their knees and give a blowjob, and that's totally fine, I'm okay with that, but like, let's... Let's give it for the ladies, okay? Adam Driver is trying to tell us something. He's if out it, there. If this is coming and like if it's in all of his movies and that was improvised, Adam Driver wants us to know something. Twice about he him. did it twice in this yeah. movie. He did. Twice. He did do it twice with two different women, so he does he doesn't discriminate. Which uh, is- I he's doing the hard work out there. He's changing society in a positive way, and I am here. But for you it. have to, you have to go down first. Yes, yeah. it's a labor yes. of love. Yes, and I'm glad that he is carrying the torch for pussy eating. Please yeah, keep don't let that torch it. go out ever. Um, you're doing you're doing God's work, Adam Driver. So <laughs> I'm I'm in love with Maurizio. I I absolutely adore him. The family dynamic feels very relatable to me. I was my we my cousin Sam went with us to see this movie, and after we were do- like, I immediately leaned over her after the movie was over, and I was like that felt like Thanksgiving. I don't know about you. And she's like, oh yeah, absolutely. Like this totally is the dynamic of our family. All the, the hand gesturing, the close talking, the like, and this isn't even my Italian family. I'm talking about the Jewish side of my family now. So I've got like multiple, I'm just saying like the loud talking, the like, you know, the, the family emphasis on family and the legacy and like all of this shit, I feel like was very relatable to me. And I would have liked to have seen, I feel like they wanted to have their cake and eat it too, because in a, in a movie, in a feature film, they really should have just focused on Maurizio and Patrizia. Like they, they, they lost sight of that towards the end and they were trying to insert all this family intrigue, which was great, Mm -hmm. but they also didn't really fully execute on that. Like that was part was also very confusing. And so again, I, I I would like to say that if this were a series, we could have spent more time on the family dynamics. I mean, first of all, they, there were, there are like many other family members that many were not, other a bunch members. of like Aldo had like four kids. And I think uh I think Rodolfo had two. I think it wasn't yeah. it Maurizio and his yeah. sister and yep. and uh Maurizio and Patrizia had two daughters and like it's just like first of all I was there sitting there family. Yeah. and I was like I'm like there's no way. Like I I I come from an Italian family. There's no way they had two kids and that's it. I was like there's no way it's just Paolo and Maurizio. I'm not buying this shit. There's no way. And I was right. And and so I don't know why they left out all these other brothers. I mean, it's too much. It's too much. But but they were part of like, anyway, it, it, it's weird to me that they weren't even there in the background. So this needs to be like a 50 part series. No, no. For every person. I think you could have done six episodes and it, uh, six like one hour episodes. And we I think that would have given us what we needed. Um, I mean, at, a lot of times I didn't know who was pulling the strings like like yeah. who sent uh, Aldo to jail? Was it Paolo? Was it? Am I supposed to guess? Because it wasn't it was, satisfying. Yeah, yeah, I feel no. like I, I feel like they ended up just kind of telling you a lot of it because I think they do just explicitly. It say, wasn't like, Maurizio. It was Paolo no, who sent his father Paolo, to jail. But Maurizio was the one. He like told 
he told Maurizio, he gave mm-hmm. him the paperwork and then was like, well, should we do it? And then Marie, I think they should have kind of stayed with that scene because mm-hmm. there was a scene where they were talking. But I think within that scene that Maurizio like convinced Paolo to like pull the trigger on it, because I know it was Paolo. They did make okay. it pretty clear later on. It was really was on uh, confusing to me. I didn't know who did it. Uh, yeah. I, I didn't get it at all. I, a lot of times there were a lot of political maneuvering and I was like, are they going to tell us who did it? Or like, I feel like that should have been part of Maurizio's character journey for him to start yeah. doing these underhanded things and not just like being present when like who signed the paperwork, who signed the paperwork that gave Maurizio 50% of the company. Mm-hmm. Like they never, they never really. And I, that was weird. To make, me. A I was like, make a choice. Make a choice. Do they not know? And if they don't know, then just make something up. You know what I was just like, just like make if she did she choice. do it? Like yeah. did she because they made some they made some insinuations early on that she was like had mob ties or whatever mm-hmm. because her family's in transportation. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this that would have been a really good time for her to be like, I'm gonna go back to my roots and I'm gonna find a really good uh forger to but do we this. Saw for her, us, you know, we like, saw her was, we saw her forging checks at the beginning of the movie for her dad. Yeah. So, so it, it, or we could have just seen her do it. I feel yeah. like we should, we should have seen, I, I needed a more physical tie. I think they needed to make um, it clear. I feel like it was lazy that they didn't. Yeah. Like, I think the strong, stronger choice is to tell us who did, like, let us know. Cause it, mm-hmm. me, it matters who did it, you know? But, um, but yeah, I would say that, uh, I would have liked to see, I, I don't know. I feel like they, this, like you said, they should have just made a choice. Mm-hmm. You know, where either we're going to sit with their relationship mm-hmm. and, the, you know, and it like we're how it degraded. Watch, yeah, we're going to watch the rise and fall of this relationship yeah. and how power corrupted both right. of them. Like, let, let's focus on that or and the I family drama. Been... Not You can't have both. It's too much. Yeah. I was like, either they're going to take that approach or they'll do like the Scarface thing where it's just like a general overview of his life. But even then... It's still tied together by his character arc, you know. So it's like, we it gotta wasn't. stay with like, somebody. I don't even feel like he was the main character. Like I feel like she was. Well, more... I'm talking about Scarface. Oh, and, and, okay, okay, <laughs> yeah. okay. Yeah, I like how we follow that. You know, we follow the main mm-hmm. character all the way through, and we see that story mm-hmm. progression. So, mm-hmm. and, and I agree, we didn't see that yeah, no. in this. So it's like I don't feel like we. I didn't know who to follow, mm-hmm. um, and and who I needed to really care about. We got, so. yeah, we got a lot, like the first half was really strong because it had a, a, a objective, which was to get Patrizia and Maurizio together and show that they were in love. And then once he became part of the business, it started to fall apart for me. I agree. Uh, and I, because I think they were just trying to do too many things. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I do have a question for you guys that I was pondering actively during the movie. Uh, and I think this also we can circle back to some of those editing choices that you talk you were talking about earlier, Ray. Um, what is the tone of this movie? Uh, that's a good question. What is the tone? Is this a drama? Is it a tra- is it a tragedy? Is it a comedy? Is it a soap opera? What what is the tone of this movie? You know, um, I okay. So what is what is the tone? I don't know if I have that answer right now, mm-hmm. but I think what they wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. I think they probably wanted closer to a black comedy. I think okay. I, I think that's what they wanted because mm-hmm. they had there was these weird comedic beats to me. Mm-hmm. I read them as comedy mm-hmm. because they were a little absurd within the narrative that they yeah. had created. Yeah. Um so it felt like comedy to me. Can you get, get give some some examples? Yeah. Um so I I think um 
the biggest example I have is definitely Paolo. Yeah, um, what he does, I just don't understand him at all. Yeah, it's definitely Paolo because the rest of the world that he inhabits mm-hmm. does not act that way. And mm-hmm. I understand he was supposed to be flamboyant and outgoing mm-hmm. and sort of, you know, he's supposed to be the black sheep or whatever the case may be. I get it. He's like, but it was still a lot. He's like Tom Cruise from Tropic Thunder. Yeah, it was. He like, was doing. What the fuck? <laughs> I just kind of felt like he was in a different movie. I he really was in did. A I just kind of felt, I felt like he was doing something totally different. Yeah. And so it was like for him to lean so heavy in that, it made me think that maybe at the onset or mm-hmm. by the when mm-hmm. around the time where they got Jared Leto on board, mm-hmm. they were steering more towards a black comedy where there's going to be some absurdist mm-hmm. elements, but they're still going to be serious. You know, like someone Adam is still Driver dying. launching into the air and freeze framing. Like what yeah. was that so yeah and do you not remember this because i feel like maybe you don't remember the scene but i do okay because I, I remember I us didn't have a problem with it. i remember <laughs> us turning well, to each other and going like what happened i mean i'm not saying that i didn't enjoy the movie but i do feel like that shot was really weird and i don't understand I think it, it it and- affected the overall tone it was comedic and a little bit more lighthearted than i think the the surrounding scene because that yeah. made me think he was in the he was in the gucci store yeah and it was right um it was right at the time where you start seeing Patrizia getting really into the fashion of Gucci. And, and he like, was starting to warm up to the idea of being part of the business, right? He was starting, yeah, he was starting to warm up to being so kind is of he part literally, of the business. So is he literally leaping into his legacy? Is that what we're meant to see? I'm just trying to figure out what that shot means, you know? I think it was just supposed to be maybe a representative of, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not even going to pretend like I know, but it just felt Sarah's totally like, Sarah's like, I don't give weird. a fuck. She's like, I just enjoyed watching Adam leap into the air. Okay, I'm not saying I didn't. I did enjoy just the that. pure value of I him jumping in the air. Like, that's fine. I just don't know what it says so about many the movie limbs. tone. So many limbs. So many limbs. Yeah. Um, the other th- shot that I thought was really strange tonally was when, when Maurizio and Paola are on their date at his penthouse, and then they cut back to um, Pina who or Pina yeah it's Pina who's played by Selma Hayek who's having yeah. some kind of psychic vision, vision? and I was yeah. like are we in an M. Light Shalaha movie now like what is happening well like, and it was that's, okay. that really seemed out of left field to me like I think you could have just cut to um I want to talk the about that, her though. reading the cards again yeah and like Patrizia asking her what do they say and like that have made sense but like can Pina what, remind me of that what what was so the, Mar- the dream Maurizio this is after they're separated so Maurizio mm-hmm. and Paola are on their date this is like when he's she's sitting on the couch and he's like oh you're gonna make a mess of my couch because I'm you know yeah. I'm about to you know uh and they're like I'm you. about to make a mess on this couch <laughs> and no. um so that's happening and then they cut to a shot of a, like a like a it's like tracking into Selma Hayek and she looks terrified and upset like crying and like remember, tears. remember I turned to you and I was like what the fuck was that I turned then, to you and said that and then they cut back to the date and then they cut yes. back to Patrizia and she's like where is he and I'm like yes is is she, what is what is happening what is and happening then, right now so that's like part question. of the the weird editing yes. that I'm talking about yes but also also there was one there's one shot within that scene that is like is she supposed to be there because it's yeah a, i was wondering that it's like an over the shoulder yeah. sort of like it was like an over the shoulder movement mm-hmm. um and it was like 
like, then you, it, it goes like this and then it kind of pans up at Adam Driver's face as he's kind of leaning down yeah. and then like he gets down on his knees. So I was just like, is the camera supposed to be Selma Hayek? And, and she's having this vision. I don't know. Or I, I was just very a confused. weird choice. I was <laughs> like, very confused. A, yeah, it was, um, yeah, weird. Sarah, did you have any thoughts about what you think the tone of this movie is? Because I'm about to give you guys what I landed on uh, as what I think. Um, well, I think it's ultimately a tragedy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think the tone is confused it's the tone is genre genre is confused uh fair uh guys the only thing i could land on to suitably to satisfy myself as to what i think the intention was is shakespearean tragedy hear me out so uh the family the family drama the uh broad character choices the uh very abrupt turn into like it's almost like a Ophelia where she's like I love you I love you now I'm insane like the whole that whole thing the the um the the you know Pina the mage like having visions uh the like you know even Paolo makes sense in this universe because then he becomes like the clown you know like every Shakespearean tragedy has a clown and so then Paolo becomes the clown figure and then him and Aldo become this sort of tragic clown kind of pairing which they ended up being in a way I think that scene where they're washing the dishes was very like felt like a very sort of side comedy bit that was going on and what the fuck just like in this movie that needs to be fast-paced it needs mm -hmm. to have a lot of different things Mm -hmm. why are we watching them wash it was this was not a movie where we had time for that like take that out and give me another scene where Maurizio is transitioning into you know his like ruthless you know sort of businessman identity like give me that um you know who should have directed this movie who who I think it should have been the Cohen brothers. Oh my God, that would have been amazing. The Cohen brothers amazing. should have directed this. Ridley yes. Scott, I feel, and I, I, I'm someone who likes Ridley Scott. I mm-hmm. like him. Uh, I think he's great, which is yeah. why the editing was so weird. The last to me, duel was usually, great. The last duel yeah. was great. I haven't seen it. I it was seen great. That yet, it was but, a really great um, movie. I, I feel like he's way more deliberate and intentional mm-hmm. with his shot choices mm-hmm. and with his uh his his um I know he's not the editor mm-hmm. but he does have a vision mm-hmm. on how he wants it to play out mm-hmm. and it just it just didn't feel like him it kind of felt like I don't know maybe like he w- just wanted to play around yeah with that it did feel a bit like that yeah yeah so there were so many shots of people getting into and out of cars shot from oh, like yeah. behind a door although yes it's the same door although, it was the same door I, I tell you what i would pay him i would pay a whole new another movie ticket price just to watch adam driver cram himself into that lamborghini again like just <laughs> to fold his massive body into that lamborghini i would i would pay I would pay for the VIP tickets at Atlantic Station just to watch that again. I'm just thinking about his giant frame on that bicycle. And we <laughs> oh. have to like, like he was on this like average sized bike, but he's so and his big. his are just like bobbing yeah, up and down. Hilarious. Oh, God. Oh, oh I'm going to cry. Um, it was at, I noticed it at the beginning and then it came back at the very end. And I was just like, he's so big for that bike. Like, I don't know what they should get, have done Get there. him a large man's bike. Get him yeah, a large man's bike. To, they need to get him a bigger man's bike because that was too average for him. Oh, boy. Uh, I think we need to start rolling towards the end here. Um, I Here's my next question. 
How many times am I going to have to watch Adam Driver die this year? I'm just posing the question. How many times? times. How many times am I going to have to watch Adam Driver die? Does he die in Annette? Uh, he doesn't die in Annette. He Annette. He just should. He He should. (laughs) Uh, I want to talk about Maurizio Maurizio's death. Um, I liked. I don't know how you guys felt about this, but I did like that they bookended the movie sort of with his first day and his 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 last day and his last day. Uh, I loved. I even though he looked comically large on that bike, I did love his sort of the freedom. Like there, it almost like he, he. We had this sort of we saw this sort of private moment of him where maybe which I didn't have context for at the beginning, but I'm feeling like maybe in, in trying to interpret how he was feeling at the end that maybe the idea that somebody was going to buy the company from him meant that meant to him that he was finally going to be free, maybe. Uh, and he seemed very carefree in that moment. Okay, well, they buy my company and I get the money and then I just live my life. Uh, and I feel like maybe that's the implication there. Um, but again, Adam Driver knows how to die good. I mean, all that's all I can say. Uh, I actually it was, was so, I was, it was such a, it was upsetting. Sorry. No, you go ahead. Please do. No, yeah. It was like, he was, he did a really good job of being a regular person mm-hmm. who's not around guns, who just mm-hmm. kind of like, ah. And cut, tries to yeah. like protect himself. Pers- shield and, himself. God, the yeah. way that he bunched up into a little ball yeah. like that. I yeah, like, it was brutal. It I was, was so, It was not graphic was or gory, so, but it was just like, so sad. I was so yeah, sad. Even though by then I felt like he was kind of a dick. Uh, you know, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, not that but he deserved like, to die. He didn't deserve yeah, to die. Like, I don't, I don't no. know if that was a murderable offense. No. Like, he, he, was, was a, he was a big jerk. But. I mean, I would have leapt through the screen and, and like, and wrung Patrizia's neck myself if they had done that to him in the first act of the movie. But like, oh yeah. But you know, so I'm not. Again, I'm not saying he's he deserves to be murdered in cold blood. I'm just saying like, uh, by that time he had definitely transitioned into more of that ruthless, like a little harder to sympathize with kind of person. Yeah. Uh, but 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 in that moment when he was being killed, he he he, he again he felt so. St- I mean, he's not a small person, but it, it, it spiritually just felt so small and helpless. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just really felt for him in that moment. And I thought that scene yeah. was very well executed. Yeah. Yeah. I will say and, that. Ooh, I can't I believe really... I said executed. That's not what I meant. You know what I mean? It was well shot. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. Um, you know what I mean? It was. Yes, we know what you mean. Uh, we do. It was well I... <laughs> filmed. It was well filmed. Anyway. Um, we got, we got... I really did the last half feel for Patrizia a lot because mm-hmm. I know what it's like to have someone just like shut you out and you don't know why mm-hmm. and you're like trying to mm-hmm. figure it out trying to get them back mm-hmm. and you're just like why are they so cold to me mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. it's just like I really it's heartbreak break, breaking and so I guess I kind of felt that bad for her even though she had done that to like she mm-hmm. had done a lot of that to herself yep. that like she kind of was so aggressive and manipulative that it it drove him away but also like Um, she had she was an ambitious woman who like many ambitious women of her time had no outlet for her ambition because women were not allowed to be big players in stuff like that and mm -hmm. so like her only place to to put that energy would be as his you know they didn't uh, uh tell us this in the movie but in reality she was actually a she was employed by Gucci as a chief advisor like Maurizio did fire her in the in the time when he took over and decided to separate himself a bit more from her but for a for a long for a while there she was 
they were a team and she was employed by Gucci as a chief advisor. Um, did, did you feel any similarity between this movie and the eyes of Tan? Ta- I did. Tammy Faye. I did. Except for Tammy, the movie, and we saw, uh, so Ray, we watched The Eyes of Tammy Faye and talked about it on The Feminine Mistake. I felt like The Eyes of- I haven't seen it yet, but I adore Tammy Faye, so I- Oh, you should. It's a great movie. I felt like The Eyes of Tammy Faye really made that arc very clear, and this movie Mm -hmm. didn't. Uh, And I think it was because that movie focused exclusively on Tammy and Jim. And Mm -hmm. uh, this, if this movie had chosen to focus exclusively on Maurizio and Patrizia, I think they would have had the success in terms of executing. And I, again, uh, I'm using that word in terms of how the movie was made, Uh, executing the story. They would have done it better. I think if they had chosen to do that, rather than try to focus on all the family side drama as well. Uh, But yeah, uh, the eyes of Tammy Faye, the narrative arc was very much more clear in that movie because they focused on those two characters exclusively, I think. And everybody else was really just a supporting. I mean, I wasn't talking about the films. I was talking about the store stories. Oh, sure. How the, the rise and fall Mm -hmm. of those Mm -hmm. relationships and how the women tried to get some kind of control. Yes. Mm -hmm. Business aspect Mm -hmm. and the husbands were like, Mm -hmm. no, like, yeah. I mean, again, it's like those women, that was really all they had available to them was to be the wife of somebody who was powerful and then be able Mm -hmm. to be granted a seat at the table that way. That was really their only option. Uh, Two things that happened in real life that didn't happen in this movie that I wish had. Number one, uh, as I said, he did really choke her. Uh, uh, His daughters watched, which I don't think that I need that. Uh, But uh, he said, as he was choking her, he said, and I think he said this in the movie. I hope this makes you feel taller. Uh, yeah. Uh, but then she, but what wasn't in the movie is that she then said back to him, keep going. I just need a few more feet or something like that. Like she gave it right back to him. And uh, I feel like uh, I kind of wish that that had been in there. The other thing that I wish they had done, which I thought was really weird in the movie anyway, was that when she opens, remember they're opening the presents and he, she gives him this gift, which she is hoping he'll like, and he doesn't really seem to care. And then he gives her a gift card, which I mean, to Bloomingdale's. I was like the shade. Who among (laughs) us hasn't been given a shitty gift card from our significant other. Uh, But first of all, I thought it was weird that he gave her a gift card of Bloomingdale's because like, uh, why would he give a gift card? It felt spiteful. It, it felt. Yeah. But I also I think he wouldn't was. have given her a gift card to some other. I don't know. It seemed out of character for him to give her a gift card to any, literally well, anything that wasn't she Gucci. She said, I don't shop there. You know, I don't shop there. Yeah. And so this was, that was like mean. He was being mean. To okay. Her. But do you know what and he, also, do you know what he really gave her though in real life? What? what? A keychain. Ooh. I feel like a keychain would have been better. I think a Gucci keychain would have been like, like real. Yeah, I feel like. Why a keychain? That I think that would really. Well, I think it would have tied back to her monologue in the mm-hmm. beginning when she said that people like spend their whole lives mm-hmm. trying to afford the mm-hmm. second cheapest thing in a mm-hmm. Gucci store. Mm-hmm. So it it would have been yes. cute if it came back as in like yes. cheap something real cheap from the Gucci store, and yeah. that's like her final straw. Um, that probably would have been interesting. But the Bloomingdale's thing felt spiteful to me because Bloomingdale's, I don't know. I mean, you guys probably know because you're a little bit older than me. But, I am old. Um, <laughs> Macy's and Bloomingdale's were kind of like neck and mm-hmm, neck. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like Bloomingdale's was like the Burger King to Macy's McDonald's. Yeah, like, it was. It was not so, Gucci. 
Yeah. So I felt like the Bloomingdale's felt like a deliberate jab. Mm-hmm. Like you, after this divorce, you may not be able to afford Macy's, but you might be able to afford Bloomingdale's. You know, like, I don't know. That's yeah. How it okay. That's, feel. that's fair. Uh, but yeah, I would have liked to have seen her pull out that Gucci keychain because that would have been great. And his, I feel like to him at that point that he, she only was married to his name and that was it. Yeah. Um, well, for me, like all those scenes after they have like a falling out where like that where they have to like perform in front of their daughter mm-hmm. and like pretend that everything's okay mm-hmm. like that just breaks my heart just they stayed married for that. several more years and like this is the and you, you this is the part of the podcast I don't think you got to they stayed married for a couple more years to keep up the appearance of being married he didn't see other women he but he didn't stay in the home she stayed in a separate place uh they went out to parties together she was and in fact that that whole trip to the to the um you know the skiing trip the swiss alps yeah or the skiing trip okay oh wait no it was um, that was a different this i think the skiing trip trip was different yeah she thought that she was hoping that trip would be a a trip of reconciliation uh and, and and instead he uh, and, and it wasn't also, oh, it wasn't his lawyer. And I know why they went with the lawyer because he's a character we already know, but it wasn't the lawyer that gave her, uh, told her that he was, um, leaving her. It was his doctor. He sent his doctor, uh, to tell her that he was leaving her. Uh, and she was like, why did he send you? And he was like, I don't know, maybe because he thought you might want these and he tried to give her some value. And she was like, get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> Um, uh, also, I just, I, we, I, we didn't, I think we touched on this, but I, I feel like it needs to be said that, uh, Patricia is a garbage person, uh, who probably, who should have rotted in jail a lot longer than she did, uh, no matter how angry she was or hurt by what happened. You just don't hire somebody to shoot your yeah, ex-husband yeah. in cold blood. You just don't no. do that. No, that's a big no, 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 mm. Patricia. But you know, I guess for me, I just... I wish, um, I guess I, I just wanted more. I don't know. Because like even, because I couldn't even really sufficiently dislike her. Mm-hmm. I couldn't, I mean, not that I liked her no. or I condoned her actions or anything like that. But, but I don't feel I, like the movie had made a decision as to how it wanted me to feel about her. Like, am I supposed right. to sympathize with her? Am I supposed to hate her? I don't, it's like they couldn't pick. I think, I, I think they wanted her to be, you know, somebody who you could be like, mm-hmm. I, I, can see where you're mm-hmm. coming from, but it's still wrong. Mm-hmm. It's still very, very wrong, mm-hmm. and you deserve to be punished. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they were going for, but I don't know if they really stuck the landing, at least for me, no. because it still felt like she loved him to the point where she wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. And it still didn't seem like she would have done that. So well, I feel here's, like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. here's what I think mm-hmm. that that what what actually happened because like when I first heard about the story, I was like, oh, it's it's a vindictive like he divorced her, so she's get, getting revenge on him seeing this movie it felt more like the obsessive like Mm -hmm. if i can't have him then no one else can i definitely think that's the movie i definitely think that's what the movie tried to do but she did live uh, in real life quite happily for several years without him until she started to run out of money uh and then he was it seemed like he was getting the point where maybe he was going to marry paula and a lot of people think she had him killed because she was worried that if he married paula then the inheritance would go to her instead of her uh, instead of Patrizia and her daughters. And so a lot of people think that was her motivation for killing him. And because he basically ran the Gucci company to the ground and it was, and he had to sell his shares because he was not good at running the business. Uh, He basically, uh, yeah, he was not a good businessman. And a lot of people think she was mad that he um, destroyed what she felt was her life's work. 
Um, but they played it like that, Sarah, that it was a, a, a love obsession. I think that's how they played it in the movie. Yeah. Mm, so I don't know. They just got it all wrong. Yeah. They just made up shit. I kind of wish that they went more t- closer to life then. If that's because yeah. I feel like they didn't really want to stick with their emotional mm-hmm. ties halfway through the movie anyway. So just make it monetary. Like just make it something. Cause when you make it that yeah. love and then mm-hmm. the last thing I see her mm-hmm. like making this book yeah. for, you know, look yeah. at our child. It just mm-hmm. didn't seem like her she loved him a lot, but it didn't get that like What's the I love final you so straw? much I'll murder you. What's the yeah, final straw? Maybe, yeah, it just kind of felt like, like, oh, now I'm gonna kill you. I'm like, why though? Or do we need <laughs> oh, a yeah. do we need a scene where she finds out that he's about to propose to Paula? Like that would have made sense. Like that would have been a good final straw for me. And that would have been good for both narratives. Yeah. If they're mm-hmm. going for the financial, it works on that mm-hmm. level, but it also works on the emotional. As he's level. moving on, yeah, yeah, because it's like, okay, well, I love you, but you've moved on, mm-hmm. and so now I'm now going I have to, to take kill you. Out. Yeah, yeah, now I have to kill you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just eh, is the end more. of this movie. The last, the third act of this. movie, movie felt like when I'm writing when I'm writing a term paper and like the sun is coming up and I have to turn it in and I just got to get out that last couple of pages that's what it felt like to me um so again I want to reiterate that I enjoyed this movie I thought Adam was fantastic I thought Lady Gaga was fantastic I don't think this movie I don't think I would have enjoyed this movie quite as much without them so I feel like Mm -hmm. the real the real draw of this movie is the actors Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also liked Al Pacino and Jeremy Irons. Like, I know a lot of people were like, Al Pacino is over the top. It's like, that's Al Pacino. This is what he does. I love Pacino's reaction to um, Jared Leto selling his shares. He was yeah. Like, no! Yeah. I also... I, I thought he was great. I, did I thought too. it was perfect. I did too. He, yeah. he was just the right amount of buffoonish without crossing into Jared Leto territory. I also yes. I also really liked the, his reaction to finding out that Maurizio was trying to buy him out, that he's the one who gave the guys the shoes like that, the shaking hands where he just gave up. He's like, I give up now because my protege is turned against me. Like I -hmm. thought that scene was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I felt like he was fighting it all the way up until Mm -hmm. he saw Maurizio and he was Mm -hmm. like, you know what? All right. Because if you're not going to stand up for me, then, you know, what's the point at this point? But uh, yeah, I actually I thought Al Pacino did a, a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. I think um, it was them. It was actually the lawyer, like the, the guy that played them. the lawyer. Great. Also, we didn't talk about him, but I thought he was excellent. I don't know. I guess he was okay. okay. I don't. I don't know if I got enough from him. And mm-hmm. it's not his fault. The mm-hmm. actor's fault. The actor mm-hmm. was fine. But I think I would have wanted to see a little more bit of his more. motivation. Yeah, yeah, a little bit more of his motivation because I really did like where he was like she was right about you. I like that end. too. Yeah, and I yeah I really would have preferred maybe another scene or maybe just seeing him in the background like doing some this kind of foreshadowing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, something to kind of lead me there because I was just like she seemed totally off base mm-hmm. until the last couple of scenes where it turns out she was right out along. So if there was something there, w- that would have helped me. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not an, an acting note. That's a writing note. I think the actor was just... Yeah, I, I, or editing or something. I don't know. There, there. Yeah. Th- I feel like there were a lot of scenes missing here. I needed to see more grief at the father's funeral. Like, there, I know I saw photos from behind the scenes of, of, of Patrizia comforting Maurizio as he's like, you know, very, like, uh, seemingly shaken with grief by the death of his father. I I missed that scene. 
I needed yeah, that. Yeah, and I, really, I would have liked that. I really needed that. Like for yeah. for for his character progression and for some closure with that storyline. I needed that. Why did they take that out? Like I don't know. Because maybe because series it, it, it was needed not, to be it should have been a series. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it should. Yeah. We needed like six hours of this, not yeah. two and a half ten, hours. Ten hours. <laughs> Sarah's like, give me ten. This is a ten episode. I need at series. least three to four more pussy eating scenes in order See, to. See, I was gonna story. say like. I would say I would say eight. I would say a solid eight because I feel like mm-hmm. if we get to ten, it might get to like learning about the uncle's nephew's bake sale <laughs> or something. Like I just feel like it's gonna get it would get a little bit the too infighting, in the weeds. The infighting we get, at the bake yeah. sale. There's like a lot yeah. of double crossing. But um, I I, I agree. It definitely should have been a series. Um, mm-hmm. I would have loved to see. I know I know we didn't talk about this, but when you mentioned that they, you know. Jeremy Irons, mm-hmm. the dad, was mm-hmm. actually really super controlling mm-hmm. over Bricios's life. Mm-hmm. That kind of went through to me mm-hmm. because I am also like the golden child mm-hmm. who can, you know, mm-hmm. who is has to be protected like a hot house flower. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, mm-hmm. like that was also a little bit like my upbringing. So mm-hmm. that that read that scanned to me. But I think if that wasn't clear enough in the movie, then it should have been mm-hmm. because I do think it's an integral uh, integral part mm-hmm. of the beginning of his story arc. So the other thing that. that was completely absent from this movie was Patrizia's mother. She had no lines. Mm-hmm. And Sarah, I'm sure you remember from the podcast, they, the, they could have really set her character up in a great way. So Patrizia's mother was a waitress who was the mistress of a, this rich truck owner guy, obviously not rich enough for Maurizio's father's standards, but, um, and she, and Maurizio, uh, Patrizia was born out of wedlock. So for years she was, couldn't, didn't have her father's last name you know uh and then and then later in life when she was a teenager he married her mother and then suddenly she his wife died because his wife died so suddenly she came into money but even then she was never accepted in these social circles because she started her life as a child out of wedlock so and and also her mother was this very like hard ass like always pushing her like you know uh to marry somebody with a name and like I did my job I got us a good life now it's your job to take care of us you have to marry rich and you have to marry into a good family and I feel like knowing that about her would have given us some a little more dimension to that character what if how would you guys have felt if they combined for the movie Mm -hmm. if they combined the mother's character with the fortune teller like maybe Mm -hmm. like maybe she's like also you know it has like a witchy gift and they just kind of smack because i feel like that would have been nice if we got Mm -hmm. a little bit of more of her where she came Mm -hmm. from all we knew all i knew uh was that she was hot Mm -hmm. yeah i think that was the only that was all they gave us as her backstory that was it we got she's hot that's it um but uh i i I, narratively in a fiction film i think that would have worked um but not but because the real life pina was uh part of part of the 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 murder then i i don't Mm -hmm. think they i don't think they could have done that but anyway uh final thoughts on uh, house of gucci would you recommend to a friend it was very fun Mm -hmm. it was very um dramatic Mm -hmm. and entertaining Mm -hmm. but yeah it had a lot of issues and Mm -hmm. like really significant like I just really don't think it should have been a film Mm -hmm. agreed agreed yeah agreed right 
Yeah, definitely should have been a series. I think it would have been a fantastic limited series. I oh, think yeah. It it definitely. Everyone been... would have been talking about this at the water cooler. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been something to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely. But uh, I think all in all, it was good. Mm-hmm. I have a sneaking suspicion that maybe by the time the Blu-ray comes out, there'll be an extended cut. I hope that so. I think will be, that I think will be better. Yes. And I'm willing to watch a three-hour film if it, I feel, if I feel like it comes together better at the end. Oh, for so, sure. I agree. Yeah. Actually, I love that you said that because I hadn't even really considered the extended cut, um, but I, I was hoping for deleted scenes. But yeah, I, uh, I'm i going to hold out hope for an extended cut. I know there's a lot of mis- uh, scenes that were missing that maybe would have fleshed the story out a little bit more. Um, I would, I enjoyed it. It was, uh, it was nice to see something, even though Adam still dies at the end, it was nice to see something a little less emotionally heavy for me than say Annette or, mm-hmm. um, the we last door duel. Yeah. There was, uh, I thought the movie was uh, very campy and entertaining. Uh, I don't think it was the best film of the three that we've watched this year. Um, but it was, but I would still recommend it to anybody who's a fan of Adam's work because he's great in it. Uh, and I think that he didn't, I, 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 he is, this character was really different than what he usually plays. Mm -hmm. And so it was nice to see that side of him and also to see him transition into this sort of ruthless businessman. We didn't see the transition really shown to us, but the, but his acting I think was still spot on. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I enjoyed it. All right. Shall we, um, shall we get into our moments of thirst? Yeah. Moments of thirst. Uh, Sarah, you have five moments of thirst. Would you like mm-hmm. to go first? Go Maybe first. we'll have some overlapping thirst. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the awkward dancing. Oh my god! Oh my god! The awkward, awkward virginal dancing, where you know he was popping a boner on that dance floor and he didn't know what to do with himself. Yes, hundred percent. Um, every time he smiles and looks at Patrizia adoringly. Oh my god! Yes, yes, like- yes, hundred percent. Um. When he stands up to his his fa 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 father about Patrizia and mm-hmm. shouts for the first time, like I forget what the line was, where he like emphasizes mm-hmm. like that he lo- lo- loves her and she is worth a lot to him. Yes, um, agreed. That was a great scene. The first kiss on the boat. Oh my God, so cute. Oh, so he was like he was and- like. <laughs> And the sex scene. Yeah. Like, hot. Okay, the way, did you notice she slaps him in the face while they're kissing against the wall? So he slams her into the wall. She slaps him in the face. I was like, what is happening? This is awakening so many things in me right now. (laughs) So many things. I have all the feelings. And that was improvised. Like, those moments. Well, I thought he said in an interview that they blocked it out, but then everything else was, yeah, you're right. So they blocked out the, they did the blocking, but then I guess they, uh, yeah, they, uh, they took it from there. They took it. They they took it there. Quote unquote went at it. Like they Mm -hmm. they were like, we'd been filming together Mm -hmm. for long Mm -hmm. enough that we felt comfortable Mm -hmm. just like going, going at, at, at and she just felt comfortable slapping him in the fucking face. Um, and her thrusting like up into like, I swear to God, I read an interview where Ridley Scott told her to fuck him like a man. I swear to God. Um, well, she did. She did. I mean, that scene was. I'm going to give that five chili peppers, you guys. Uh, okay. Sarah, I can't believe you didn't say this because we talked about it at length in the theater. But my number oh. one 
the well, not number one. This is in no particular order, but the first one I have on my list is the giant fucking wedding ring that he, she puts on his finger because his hands are so fucking huge. <laughs> like that wedding ring was, I don't know what lens they had on that camera, but that wedding ring, it looked like a fucking bracelet. She just whips out like a hula hoop. Ring just ring. Like... <laughs> and, and I take this man. To exactly. And I'm just sitting there watching the movie and I hear Sarah whispering, Oh my god, look at the size of that wedding ring. <laughs> His fingers are so huge. That's funny. Um uh, so I also loved um when he um uh when he was doing the 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 photo. Oh, I love the photo shoot. shoot. I forgot to 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 mention oh, that. Oh god, that yes, the photo shoot that amazing. was so hot. That was cute. Um at the beginning and then he started jumping around again and I was like, "All right, <laughs> um i also thought his smile again we've we've already said smiles but all of his smiles and like all the like kind of the joyful his joyful innocence in that first act mm-hmm. was really hot um the pussy eating we've already talked about that was amazing the sex scene uh the bathtub which is the end of that scene oh, where he's yeah, the bath when she pulls him into the bathroom the bathtub. he's all wet and they're like making out in the bathtub um I loved how goofy and endearing he was. He looked really hot in those suits. So that's definitely on my list. He lo- like the cuts of those suits, like just look really good on the him. The turtleneck. What was the one mm. with the turtleneck? He was like, had like this blue, it was like a navy blue turtleneck oh, yeah. and then like a suit jacket. Mm-hmm. And I was like, huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was when he was on the date. They were on the date on the boat. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, and, um, and I actually thought it was really, I thought he was it was really cute when he was riding the bicycle and he took his hands off the bike and it's just that moment of like joy that he was experiencing. Giant legs, was like giant legs, just windmilling in the air. <laughs> so um, big on that bike. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, I'm gonna need. To, I'm gonna. I'm gonna need to lay down on the chaise, you guys. I'm gonna need to. La- I'm gonna need to lay down on the chaise. My goodness. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you had any moments of thirst. It's okay if you don't. Um, I didn't write mm-hmm. many down. Like the one that I did write yeah. down was okay. Power bottom. Like I, yes. said I was like, I was like, yes. whoa, I was really, I was very much like, okay, Lady Gaga. Okay. Mm-hmm. Adam Driver. Okay. Lady. I was having a good, I was mm-hmm. having a good time. Uh, so th- I would say that that was probably a moment of thirst. Mm-hmm. I also did mention his smile. Yes. Um, cause I just, I just mm-hmm. really didn't get a chance to see that as mm-hmm. much, even in interviews, Adam mm-hmm. Driver, like then just mm-hmm. most likely because he has to answer the same questions mm-hmm. over yeah. and over again. I'm sure it's annoying, mm-hmm. but you don't really get a chance to see his face light up. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and I think that brings out how handsome he is. Cause he's stealth hot to me. I could oh. see people looking at him yeah. and not seeing anything, mm-hmm. but you got to look, you got to mm-hmm. hit it at a certain angle. Mm-hmm. And then it's, it's like, attitude Mm -hmm. yeah oh the Mm -hmm. attitude is the attitude too but i think even his physical appearance Mm -hmm. is you know is really something i just think he's a gorgeous beautiful man he's gorgeous um that's and he's huge he's he's just a big guy i like that yes yeah i just like oh he's just a monster yes (laughs) just like who can act touch me with your monster hands as you would imagine i'm normally up for pretty much anything in the bedroom but i can't tell if what happened was weird or sexy all right Sarah, are we ready for some trivia? Some yeah. trivia. Some trivia. By the way, I wa- I feel like I heard somebody use the word hot facts recently. I think it was Andy. I'm pretty sure. No, it was hot goss. I'm sorry. Remember when we used to talk about hot goss mm-hmm. on the other show? Mm-hmm. Andy used the hot phrase facts. hot goss on his interview with Seth Meyers, which I didn't even talk about in the news segment. I can't believe I forgot that. But Andy was on Seth Meyers and I watched it. Anyway, Sarah, you're, you're up. One. 
Lady Gaga improvised a lot of her lines. Oh. Um, Ridley Scott encouraged the actors to explore their characters Mm -hmm. and stuff. And Mm -hmm. so she improvised a lot of her lines, Mm -hmm. including Father, Son, House of Gucci. That was improvised. Iconic. I like it. Fucking iconic. Yes. Yeah. We we already talked about this, Nicole, Mm -hmm. but Lady Gaga went full method. Mm -hmm. Kept the... uh, Talked in that accent for nine months. I did read that. Mm -hmm. We didn't talk about the accents, but I thought they were pretty good, except for Paolo, who was a, Oh, except absurd. for Jeremy Irons. Oh, you like, didn't think I, Jeremy Irons was good? No. He was like w- he was like an Englishman who was half-heartedly yeah. attempting to be Italian. I guess I completely forgot about him, but Adam and Lady Gaga, I thought, were great. And then, of course, oh, yeah. Al Pacino, you know, like... Right. I actually didn't think Paolo's accent was too terrible. I didn't think that was... I think the one... The accent that really stood out to me was Jeremy okay, Irons. That's I felt like halfway through his lines, he wasn't even trying anymore. I was like, my He's God. Like, I'm a distinguished <laughs> actor. I don't have to yeah. put up with this shit. He was like, I'm Jeremy Irons, okay? You get you get Caesar's Pizza level of Italian <laughs> accent, and you're going to have to deal with it. <laughs> like, that's all you're getting. Uh, yeah, Sarah. Next, next trivia bit. Lady Gaga specifically refused to see Patrizia Reggiani. So Patrizia Reggiani was out of prison, Mm -hmm. was available, Mm -hmm. wanted to be talked to. Only did 16 years, by the way. And Lady Gaga didn't talk to her. Good for her. Fuck that bitch. Good for her, yeah. (laughs) Fuck that bitch. Yeah, and she was really Um, mad about it, too. In an interview with Good Morning America, Lady Gaga revealed that she didn't want to condone what the Black Widow did. She mm. felt the real Patrizia wanted to glorify what she'd done, and mm. Lady Gaga didn't want to add any more fuel to that fire. That makes sense. Yeah, I had re- mm-hmm. I had um I had read a couple quotes that she had said about Maurizio's death, Patrizia. She said like one of the things she said was, um, after at his funeral, they asked her how she felt, and she said, as a human, I feel. On a human level, I feel sad, but on a personal level, I can't say that I feel sad. That's that's, that's sociopath fucking behavior. crazy shit. Yeah, that is that's crazy. That's At this crazy man's town. funeral. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's girl yeah. lie lie better lie better than that. Yeah, uh, she- there's not a lot of Gucci worn in the moo 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 movie. Oh, okay. Well, that belt, they showed it to us like a thousand times. Yeah. I actually love that I belt, I thought though. that belt was amazing. Patrizia preferred Yves Saint Laurent, mm-hmm. while Maurizio preferred Seville Row, mm-hmm. and Aldo Gucci was fond of Zenga. So that's that's f- f- funny. They they didn't wear Interesting. their own Gucci. Huh. Okay. I get it. Like, I don't know. If I had a clothing brand, I feel like it'd be a little... Wouldn't it be a little weird walking around? It's like in your own it's like all it's like time? yeah, it's like you're in a band, but you're wearing your band's t-shirt. Yeah, it's like you're wearing your own band's merch. Like that's like Ooh, okay, yeah, you're trying too hard. Yeah. Okay. The last bit bit, bit of trivia I'll give you: Jeremy Irons thought Rodolfo Gucci was a terrible a- 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 actor. <laughs> that's hilarious. He probably that was. is perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> oh wow. Okay, that was great, Sarah. Thank you for all those trivia bits. <laughs> Uh, to tack on to that clothing thing, I remember hearing an interview with Lady Gaga that where she said that, or maybe I was reading it, I don't remember, but she said that a lot of the pieces they used in the movie, not a lot, but a few, sorry, I didn't mean to say a lot, a few of the pieces they used in the movie were actually hers. Like, those are her clothes. Uh, Lady Gaga. Yeah, I think, like, I think, and listeners, you can feel free to 
uh, correct me, uh, tweeted us at Adam Andy Pod, but I believe the poncho that she's wearing uh, on their date um, is, poncho? yeah, she was wearing like this brown poncho. Remember, they almost went into a restaurant and she said it's too expensive. Oh. Oh, and then yeah, they walked yeah. out. I, I believe that oh, brown poncho. So oh, I thought it was really cute. <laughs> anyway, I didn't even remember it until oh, you just said okay. it. Um, yeah. anyway, a couple of the pieces that they used in the movie were her clothes. I love that. You dress, know how I though. feel about brown. That's true. I think brown is disgusting. Wow. Okay. Um, just lay it no, all no, out I there. Just mean the, I just mean like the clo- clo- clothes that mm. are brown. I love brown. I love a good brown. I think it depends on the complexion. I don't think brown works for everybody. It's true. But um, I really did like her like red dress. It was like red and oh, navy yeah. dress, the mm-hmm. polka dot. Mm-hmm. I That was probably my favorite thing that mm-hmm. she wore. Mm-hmm. I did write that down. I was like, I wonder if we're going to talk about favorite outfits. That was my oh, favorite Oh, God. Outfit. I mean, yeah, sure. If you had a favorite outfit, yeah, please tell fun. us. Yeah, no, it was it was definitely okay. that dress uh, and the, the father-son House of that Gucci was gorgeous dress. that was my that, favorite yeah. dress i would wear yeah, that, that. Was- can i get one of those because i would like to wear yeah. that i actually really did and i'm not a big fan of power suits mm-hmm. but i did like that cream oh yeah uh, suit that yes. she had where it was like her wearing gucci for the first time yes. at the first mm-hmm. time we went to the gucci store mm-hmm. i thought that that was really really cute and i, I that's something i would probably wear oh okay last oh and last the thing. red ski suit Oh, that oh, red God. ski suit oh, was God. a moment. Amazing. That was a moment. Amazing. But, okay, so it was so weird, but there was actually one of Paolo's outfits mm-hmm. that I liked mm-hmm. a lot. And it was when he was, they were doing mm-hmm. the runway mm-hmm. before he got in trouble for copyright. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was like um like a silky green mm-hmm. top. And I think it was actually brown pants. Uh, it was, But it was almost like the, um, what do you call those? Paper, the paper bag um ones where it's like it's kind of loose around the waist yes, area yeah, and you yeah, have yeah. to like tie it mm-hmm. yeah so it was that and then like a green silk top I, and I was like I, I didn't hate that. I didn't hate Paolo's <laughs> clothes but I'm I guess I'm you can't consider me high fashion but me so I found a picture of um Patricia in mm-hmm. a dress that that Gaga wore yeah. which was the white dress with the pearl oh, stuff like the, yeah. the halter yeah, 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 yeah. she wore it like a bar so something like that there's a picture of Patrizia, okay. the real Patrizia, wearing like a dress just le- like that. By the way, I looked up a picture of Paolo. They did him so dirty. Like he did not look like that. Like he did not look like that. I even did I even pull up the picture? You, you sent it to me. He I, wasn't overweight. No, he, he didn't, didn't look have like the a balding. Thing he didn't look like on. a fucking like, clown at all. Like he wait, I actually have it right here. Uh, let me just uh, share it with you guys. He did not look like a fucking clown. This, so this well um this is this is heard. this is oh. this is and i'll make it a little smaller because this is oh he great, did have the ball the, the ball he was he had the ball thing he doesn't it wasn't like that yeah, it, it was like he, he, curly hair he wasn't overweight like in any of the pictures i saw anyway he, he also he didn't dress like a weird uh, newsboy um but anyway i just i thought it was i i just felt like when i saw pictures of him i was like ooh. Wow, I think it was Al. Uh, I think it was Aldo's granddaughter. Mm-hmm. Um, she like the real granddaughter. Mm-hmm. She um, mentioned that mm-hmm. that she really hated the portrayal of Paolo and Aldo and, and Al- Aldo mm-hmm. because she felt that they were they made them really ugly and, and yeah. that they weren't like that. She was like my my grandfather's very handsome or whatever. Yeah, yeah. she's like my he ha- he was he's she said he was tall, slim, and had blue eyes. Like all Gucci and men, I believe, is what he, she said. She was handsome, like all Gucci men. 
Yeah, and so she she didn't really care for that. It was funny to me that she was saying that she didn't like the physical appearances mm-hmm. of these people, but didn't really mention didn't much about comment their on how they were buffoons. Yeah. yeah, or how they were yeah. portrayed. So yeah. maybe that was accurate portrayals, mm-hmm. just not accurate appearances. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, you look awesome. Come the fuck upstairs. <laughs> okay. But wait, I have to worry about something. What? If you come up here, I'm going to tie you to my bed and keep you for at least three days. I'm just in that kind of mood. I could go on and on about this movie for ages, uh, but I guess we have to come to a stopping point. Uh, listeners, I'm not going to spin the wheel now, now because we know what we're watching. We're watching Baking It. Uh, that's the baking next. Uh, we're going to do like a Baking It Megasode. I guess we're going to try to watch all the episodes yeah. and just pick our favorite moments and talk about those. So we're going to round out season two, Sarah. Season two. Can you believe we've been keeping up with this bullshit for two seasons? Uh, yes, I can. <laughs> it's, it's been keeping me alive. It's been fun. Oh, there is one thing I wanted to do. Sorry, before we go, I I didn't want to I didn't want to skip out on the uh, listener question. So we did have a a listener question um, for you and me and you, Sarah. Uh, the question is, since we both saw, so this is from Aaron. So this is one of our listeners, Aaron. Um, since we both saw all three of Adam's films this year. Uh, how would we rank them? So we have to rank them. Can we list them first? Uh, so the three, <laughs> you don't remember what movies he was in? Annette? No, Last I'm Duel. just saying. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. For a yeah. second there, I thought you were like, I don't remember what he was in. Uh, Annette, Last Duel, and House of Gucci. Uh, for, I guess, number one being the best performance, number three. So it's three this year. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of the three movies. Best performance, and not necessarily best film, but best performance. Best performance, I guess. Yeah, best performance. Uh, that's a tough one for me. I mean, the easy answer for number one for me is Annette. No question. Annette? Annette is the number then... one. House of, Gucci, you think House of Gucci, then The Last Duel. Interesting. So you think uh, The Last Duel. Okay. I, I To me, The Last Duel and House of Gucci, his performances were so both equally good to me. So it's really hard for me to rank those. Um, I just thought like his Last Duel character was just more generic okay. and more like, That's this fair. is a typical bad guy. But like House of Gucci, he was a more interesting mm-hmm. kind of quirky mm-hmm likable character See, i'm gonna ad- i'm gonna advocate for the last duel for a second because i actually think his how charming he was in the last duel was very disarming to me like because he could have been a very one-dimensional bad guy uh which i know adam doesn't ever do one-dimensional bad guys so that's kind of his superpower but i remember us talking about when we saw the last duel how like charming he was and like how light how he was almost likable even though he was a fucking monster and that's something we talked about on the show. So I have to yeah, give. I don't remember thinking he was char- char- charming. Well, he was like, like there were a couple scenes like where they're flirting at the table. Again, this was from his POV. So I don't know if they were actually flirting, but uh, he was so, I felt like he was like uh, charismatic. Maybe charismatic is the word I'm looking for. Maybe not charming, but charismatic. So the charisma that he displayed in that character, um, the way that he was able to do that and be completely unaware of what a monster he was like his his absolute commitment to the entitlement of that character and not realizing like that what he was doing was wrong i think there was something about that that was really highly skilled i also think the last duel is a better movie like it's just a better movie than house of gucci um probably but it was much less enjoyable it was less enjoyable so i guess if i'm going to rank well, I, 
I mean, which is the most enjoyable? I mean, House of Gucci was in- very enjoyable. Of course, I loved Annette. You didn't love Annette at all. So I guess you'd probably watch this a thousand times more before you'd watch Annette again. Um, yeah. So, but I still agree that Annette was his best. Perform- his Annette was his best performance. Um, I'm gonna give it to House of Duel. I'm gonna have House of Duel. I'm gonna give it to House of Duel. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm gonna give it to the last duel for number two. Uh, partially because I think that his ability to make that person Jacques Legree, that his ability to make him more than one dimensional, his skill at that made that elevated that movie. Um, I think you just like it. Uh, uh, Adam Driver. So no matter I was what kind of thinking plays, that. No, no, that's not true. Like his that's character. not true. I, that's not true. Um, Which mo- movie has had something where you dislike his sure, character? Sure, but what I'm but I, it doesn't. I, I'm not saying I like Jacques Legree the person. I'm saying that in the film Last Duel, I was engaged in his story in a way that I didn't expect to be. Because of his performance, I feel like his if his performance had not been what it was, then it, that movie it, it, he elevated the movie with his performance. He also elevated the House of Gucci with his performance. Um, this is my I rating. Didn't like Zach at all. This is my rating, um, not yours. Um, so number Annette. one, <laughs> Annette. Number two, The Last Duel. Uh, simply because that character was, uh, I think, a more complicated character to play. Uh, Maurizio was very easy to like for me. Uh, at least he was for the first half of the movie. So, uh, but like I said, honestly, I could put them both at the same level. They could both be number two for me. The only clear front runner for me is Annette. Like that was like something I've never seen before. Um, I have a guest question for you. Oh yeah, absolutely. So out of the three movies, which do you feel like you were at your thirstiest for Adam Driver? Oh God, that's a great question. Rank that from one to three house of gucci that's it <laughs> really okay yeah, so no, no first for the other two the last duel and okay. and annette repulsive like, uh-huh. repulsive because he was I just have to watch these movies evil mm-hmm. sometimes I, f- I find i find tough evil guys repulsive like i find the cute mm-hmm. weird quirky mm-hmm. kind of like doofy character that he played in the in the beginning of of house of gucci to be a trap trap um this is really hard for me i i like i again i want to say that this is about adam driver and not the character okay this is a question about are you asking me about the character i'm asking about adam driver okay because i felt like he was super hot in the last duel. I'm sorry. He was I super I figured that that's hot. where you were going to go. He looks so yeah. hot. Sarah, when he takes his shirt off and you see his back muscles, are you fucking kidding me? That scene where you see his rippling back muscles. I think a, his a, beautiful Sarah, hair. I, I don't I don't mean to speak for you, Sarah, but if I could just make an assumption, mm-hmm. I I think it's that you probably don't even notice all that physical stuff because his personality is so repellent to you. I'm a demisexual, mm-hmm. and so I literally, if someone has a personality that is unattractive, I literally cannot see the 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 physical like the physical doesn't mean mean anything to and me. that's and that's fair and valid that's totally fair and valid on the other hand Definitely. i am a hopeless trash can of a human being and uh i am horny all the time and so i will say truthfully that i think he was i 
again, this is Adam Driver, the actor, not the character. I am not attracted to this character. I do not condone his actions. But Adam Driver, the actor, was hot as fuck in The Last Duel. And I stand on that and I stand by it. Uh, and as, uh, then I'm going to have to give it to number two, House of Gucci, because um, because he was so fucking charming and adorable. Smile. His yeah, smiling he was so and yeah, so and the, that's the fucking, you know, all of that, the p- pussy eating and all of that. But he was also very hot in a net. He pranced around in a bathrobe for like you know, a third of the movie and, and in, in a net and, and he was also beautiful in that, but, uh, but also he turns into such a monster. Like I understand he's a monster in the last duel also, but, ah, so he's also so turns into a bad guy in, um, House of in House of he does, well. but much less of a bad guy compared to the other yeah. two. Uh, and it's still weird. It's kind of, uh, like I said, I didn't, it wasn't, it didn't feel complete. Adam me, driver so. was photographed like a Greek God in, Annette. I mean, he was. He was photographed like a Greek god. So I just like, it's really hard for me to choose between the three. So I can't. I, I can't rank. Th- it's hard for me to rank them. So I guess the last. If I had to pick one rose above the rest, it would be the last duel. Again, as Adam Driver, the person. Please don't come that's, at me. That's what. Yeah. No. I, that's the, not Jack my I'm talking about Adam Driver, the person, <laughs> the actor, and his physical appearance in that movie. Yeah, to the listeners, I'm specifically talking about Adam yeah. Driver. Yeah, like and where he was hottest. Like I was question. spellbound by his beauty. Uh, honestly. Um. Anyway, wow, that was a great question. Thank you for that. Yeah, of course. Um. All right, listeners. I hope that you uh enjoyed um our discussion on the House of Gucci. I I feel like we had some controversial opinions potentially. So uh, feel free to tweet at us at Adam and Pod and tell us what you thought. Uh, Or of course you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Adam and Andy podcast. Um, We'll see you next time for baking it. Uh, Ray, it was so amazing to have you on the show. Great to have you. We'd love to have you back on sometime if you would like. I will come back. Ideas and thoughts. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. You, of course, I can always be relied on to have an opinion, uh, but <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I would I would love to come back. You made this conversation so special, and we we're definitely going to have to have you back on. Aw, y'all are sweet. All right, listeners. Well, that's it. That's it for us. Um, have a have a wonderful week and eat the rich. <laughs> yes, with with uh, gold. Eat that with a little foil. gold foil on top. A little, yeah, gold a little gold foil. foil on there. Sprinkle yeah. it on there. Salt Bay, that thing on there. I'm old. Salt Bay. <laughs> <laughs>